Hi. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Can you hear me okay? Because I, I don't have my fancy mic this time. Where's your mic at, dude? It's in Denver, dude. You need to bring your mic with you. It's humongous. I would have had to take that thing all the way to South Africa. There's no way. Are you in South Africa right now? No, but I'm leaving from here to go to South Africa. Oh, uh, where are you? I'm in Nashville. Oh. I've been here for a week. By the way, I just wanted to play this for you right now. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but we were doing a podcast live from Chicago. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, I want you to play a song for me. And you were like, I don't have that song because I'm a young millennial cool chick. And I was <laughs> like, eh, okay, cool, that's fine. Little band called Aha, Take On Me. Guess who's covering it right now on their new record? Yeah. Little band called Weezer. Now oh, we're, really? Yes. Listen to it, man. Come on, man. You know you like the song. I do like the song. It's so good. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Take on me. Anyways. Weezer's been out of record. That's dope. Yeah, it's all that cool because they did like, uh, they did Toto Africa, which by the way, that should be your theme song because you're going to Africa to see a boy. You should listen to that. Everyone Wants to Rule the World. Do you remember that song? Yeah. So basically they put out a cover album? Yes. They did, oh, mis- cool. they did Mr. Blue Sky. I mean like, okay, hold on, hold on. How about this? How about this one? Let me just cut like to the middle of it so you just really appreciate what's mm-hmm. what the hell's happening. Drive to holla at me. Love. Come on, Rivers Cuomo. Oh, cool. Get I'm it. I'm going to download this for my flight tomorrow. Oh, you should. It's amazing. They have Billie Jean on there. Sweet All dreams right. are made of this, but I always thought it was three. sweet dreams are made of these. Whatever. Anyways. It is, right? That's weird. No, it's sweet dreams are made of this. How annoying oh. is that? Huh. Interesting. Sarah is just in the background just watching me right now. I know. I'm watching her watch you. Yes, we're doing the podcast right now. Oh, I thought you were doing that before. <laughs> Did you think I was talking to myself this whole no, time? I knew you were talking to Brandy. I just, I thought that you were like, uh-huh. I don't know, having like a pre-pod meeting. <laughs> you think you think our pre-pod meetings consist of me telling her about the new upcoming uh, yeah. happenings from Weezer? Yeah. I thought you wanted her to listen to it before you started the podcast. No, that's how the podcast starts. We kind of chit-chat for a little bit, and then and then I say... Cold open. Yeah, cold open. And I say, do you want to start with me? And then she says, you go, or whatever. And then we start. I know. That's why I was kind of just staring, standing here being like, <laughs> are they going to do, like, the, the open in, like, a, a few seconds? Or is do you want a microphone or not? No. I know, right? <laughs> no, you just want to be in the background, and that person that's like, I can't hear what she's saying. I never said that. <laughs> So you're doing right now. <laughs> By the way, let's just talk about it. No, actually, come here right now. Real quick. Come here to the microphone. Mm-hmm. Sarah's in trouble right now. Do you know oh, yeah? why? No. I had a few glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was really enjoying myself. We were intimate. We were, we were being intimate. <laughs> yeah. And I... For some unknown reason, uh-huh. gave Wells two hickeys. Two hickeys! <laughs> I have two hickeys. I can't go out in public. Where Where are these hickeys? Right here and right okay. here. I wanted them bitches <laughs> to see from either side, but he's taken. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell this because you're here, whatever, it's still funny. So, today I went to, uh, went to go, I was like, I'm going to go run errands, babe. And she's like, well, I want to come. And I was like, no, you can't come. And it's because I was going to go pick up her Valentine's Day gift, right? Oh, yep. And I got a nice gift and I'm sitting there trying to keep my, I was wearing like a hoodie, trying to keep it up because I know what the ladies at the shop are thinking. I know they're thinking this guy is in trouble because he cheated on his (laughs) girlfriend or wife and now he's buying her a very nice gift. But no. Oh my God. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) That was me. And I apparently was like, give me a hickey. Yeah. Like what was going on through my head? And I think I tried, and I failed. You don't have me see their neck. No, you're you did fu- try? <laughs> I'm not good at giving hickeys. You're wild. Anyways, I love you. You're wild. Mm. <laughs> don't cry. I, I mean, it's like a laugh cry. Okay, okay. Like, oh, no, I can't believe I did <laughs> okay, that. Okay, bar. Sorry. Okay, sorry. 
Hi, Brandy. <laughs> when you go to Africa tomorrow, are you excited? Yeah, I'm did nervous. you go get some lingerie? Mm. No, I didn't actually. Oh, no lingerie, just like straight up au natural. Yeah, just I'm yeah. naked. Here yeah. I am. Yep, that's how it's going. I love it. Wow. Do you want a microphone or not? Yeah. No, it's okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Oh. Sarah should take over for me next week. Oh yeah, hey Sarah. Will you fill in for Brandy next week? Okay, she says yes. Tight. However, we can do this from Africa. I don't have time to be doing this from Africa. Oh, come on. Why don't we have him on? No, no, Dude-icles. no. No. Oh, but I do have a really dope guest for us when I get back. Who is it? Okay, can you start the show first so that we can just... Me or you? Start the show. You. Bros and hoes, you're listening to Your Favorite Thing podcast with... Brandy. Let's go. There. Remember how I told you about my new friend Mark, who it was on Ozark and was in Africa with us, and we hung out with Mark, and he's the dopest. Yeah, he's also on another show right now. Oh, he's on Manifest. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Okay. So he was in Nashville this last week, okay. and we were like texting and trying to make a plan to meet up and have a drink. And I had bailed on him like twice because I got busy. And then one night I was like in bed trying to get tired and I was watching Manifest. I was catching up and I was literally texting Mark to be like, all right, breakfast tomorrow, 10 a.m. See you there. And then all of a sudden he's popping out of the truck at the end of Manifest. And I was like, wait, was that? Did I just see Mark? Because I'm, I thought I saw Mark and I'm texting Mark and I thought it, but like it was actually him. So I asked him at breakfast the next day if he's in more episodes and he said, yeah. And so I asked him if he would want to come on our podcast, and he said yes. So when I get back after he's been on a few episodes of Manifest, we'll have him on. We actually watched that episode today where they have the tease of the next episode because he's, like, in the car for eight hours underwater, and they're like, he should be dead or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, you know who that is? And, she, and Sarah was like, who? And I was like, that's the dude from Ozark. And she was like, yes! right he's honestly you would love this guy he's actually in la next week i wish it wasn't weird for you guys to hang out but what we'll hang out with one day because you would love him he's the best storyteller he's just the coolest dude i'm obsessed with him and he said he did tell me that his role in manifest is what kind of makes the whole season make sense he said that his role will kind of make it all come together which is really exciting i'm loving the show right now by the way that was one of your early favorite things and yep a lot of times, especially shows like this that are that are not bingeable for me, I, f- I fall off, you know? Oh, I'll yeah. do like three or four of them, and then I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't know, you know? And this one really has kept my attention, so. Yeah, same. I dig it. I'm excited about it. Okay, cool. well, good good grab. But I still think, let's just circling back, we could get <sighs> the guy the, you're going to go visit in Africa on the pod. Just like a quick no. call in, just so we, we no. can all get to know him a little bit. You know, like sizing him up, like when you have to go meet the father and he's like cleaning the gun. Like, that's what I need to be yeah. doing. You know, I need to make, make sure well. that his intentions are true. All right. He's there for the right reasons. This is not The Bachelor. Don't do that. Listen, this is important. And I need to know. Huh. I need to know who this guy is and what he wants with my brand. Get your ass to Africa and find out for your damn self. All right. Did he hear the episode last uh, last week? I really hope not, but I don't know. I would really, like I said, I'd like to think he's too busy to listen to this podcast. You don't think, <laughs> by the way, Sarah is the most busy person and she listens to our yeah. podcast so much so That's that she like creepily you. stays in the background and like <laughs> watches me do it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, if she God. can, if she can keep up with all of it, then I imagine it's that true. Jared can. That's not his name. Chris. No. Mark. Okay, stop. <laughs> is that it? Is it Mark? No, you know his name. You're just not saying it, right? No, I don't know if I remember what his name is. Oh, that's fine. I'll tell you later. All right. Well, I would like to think that if he had heard it, he would say something to you about it, right? I don't know. Or would he be embarrassed to tell me he listens to it? Why would anyone be embarrassed to admit that they listen to our podcast? By the way... Uh, yeah, I've been interested in podcasts recently. I've been listening to more of them. I'm getting a newfound like love for it. And mm-hmm. I think it's funny because we've been doing this now for like almost two years. And we asked people to go rate and comment on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. And we got a bunch of them, like a bunch of people did it. So thank you, everyone that did it. Except, oh, for, like, except for like the three people who are mean, whatever. Oh, 
There were three mean ones. There was a couple of mean ones, but whatever. But for the most part, everyone was very was very nice. And God dang it, Carl's howling in the background. So thank you for that. And then I like wrote on it because you know that we can we can rate it. Oh, we can. I should I should do that on my flight tomorrow. Yeah, you should definitely rate. So yeah, I I rated it. I gave it a five star. Just you know, that's how I feel about Bob. it. And then I wrote like hey to everyone like thank you so much. This is Wells. Thank you so much. So if people see that and they don't think it's it's really me, it really was me. I just did it. But I was going through the top podcasts, and we are under the under the section of comedy seventy three, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's pretty good. Not bad. Like, yeah. I mean, we should make a goal. Let's be top fifty by the by the next two weeks, three weeks. I like that. Who who's above us that we know? Anybody? I don't. I don't know. I'm sure. Uh, uh, I'm sure a lot of the freaking bachelor podcasts, all the same stuff, is above us. But whatever. I see. All right. Well, cool. I'm gonna go and read through all those and write a re- write a review tomorrow. I got a lot of stuff to get through. I don't know. What Me too. You- okay. Me too. Let's just start firing away. Do you have a story? Okay. Do you have a favorite thing? What's going on? You first. I was trying to make my bell work real. Quick. Oh God. Oh. Okay. Well, just oh, broke God. your phone. Everything's blowing up. There you go. So I feel I'm very late to the party on this and I'm disappointed because the few people I've told have already seen it. And I was I was hoping to be the person that introduced them to it. Yep. Did you ever see Waco? No. Yes. I'm so glad. Well, you don't understand. It is so freaking good. Okay. Remember how much we loved Unabomber? Yeah. This is better. Oh, is it? What's it on? It's. It's on Paramount Network. It's so weird. Oh, yeah, I yeah. bought it on iTunes. Best 10 bucks I ever spent. Really? So it's a movie? Uh, it's a mini series. It's six episodes and it's about a real thing that happened. So I don't know if you remember. I, I vaguely remember this happening and being on the news, but I was too young to understand what was going on. But this happened in the 90s in Waco, Texas. There was a cult. Yes, of course. Um, of people. And the, and the FBI raided this cult and, it, and basically like most of them died. And it was this huge scandal because the FBI messed up and it was a who shot first kind of the whole thing. So it's this whole story. Uh, so this is that story. And it kind of plays out from both sides what happened so because like you know everyone's pointing the finger at the other like oh the cult was wrong or oh the government was wrong so they made this series based on two books one was written from the perspective of one of the survivors of the cult Mm -hmm. that made it out and the other one was written from the perspective of the fbi negotiator that was working this whole thing wow so they have both perspectives and it's phenomenal taylor kitsch is the star of it i love him from friday night lights and he plays the cult leader. He does a great job. The girl from Ozark, Ruthie, the blonde oh, chick, she's in it. Okay. Yeah. She's you so should have opened with that. Because, well, you love her. I know. I love Taylor Kitsch, though. But she's phenomenal. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother is in it. Oh. To me, he's the best got, He's the best of the whole cast. To me, his performance blew everybody else out of the water. Did I tell you about when he came up to me at the SAG Awards? No, this is such a name droppy story, but I've got an even better name droppy story that's coming later in the episode. Sarah's friends with let's just let's just preface this with these are all Sarah's friends. <laughs> we were talking with Kaylee Kuyoko. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. from Big Bang Theory. Anyways, and then I was like talking to her husband whose name is Carl. And I was like, my dog's name is Carl. You did tell me that's because I told you that I knew Carl from Ye- horseback riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry yeah. On. Uh, someone comes up behind me and taps me on the shoulder and goes and, and it was this guy and his girlfriend or wife or whatever and it was Macaulay Culkin's brother who I know from Home Alone as the bedwetter right like wasn't that like his first role that's why Macaulay Culkin doesn't want to sleep in his bed because his like cousin who's a bedwetter which who's really his brother drank too much soda anyways so he comes up to me and he goes hey dude like uh do you mind if uh, me and my girl take a picture with you and I was like what yes so anyways <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and say it that he's a fan that's amazing. Well, MVP. I am obsessed with him. Like, he was so freaking good in this series. I can't even tell you. Like, the whole thing was so good. It's something, like, that stayed with me for, like, days after I finished it. You know what I really? mean? Like, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And I kind of dove in and researched that the oh. real cult leader. So fascinated that this was an actual thing. And people believed this guy was Jesus Christ. And it just was blowing my mind. So you guys got to watch. It's phenomenal. I mean, anytime. That's how I know a movie or a show is good is when I'm thinking about it the next day and still talking about it, or like a couple of days later, uh-huh. like it's affecting me. But if you get to the level of like research, that's like, <laughs> a, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was just like, I just can't believe that people truly 
like bought into that. Like it's mind blowing, but it's so crazy because just like Unabomber and the Unabomber, it's, uh, you know, the serial killer, like you almost are rooting for him in the end. You almost feel sorry for him. And um and stuff and it's it's crazy that they can they do make you do that same thing with this it's like these people are absolutely insane yeah. that live in this cult like they're psycho for believing this stuff but you're on their side because the government screwed up and yeah. was awful to them and it's just it's crazy to be put in a scenario where you're rooting for the crazy people you know what I mean yeah that's that's just a sign of good TV it's cool if you can make someone have a feel a way that they know they shouldn't feel then you've yeah. done a really good job at your at making television or movies but also this is a true story I know okay I mean yes yeah so is manhunt did you finish the Bundy thing no dude Okay, well, you need to get do on have, that. Do I need to? Okay. That's pretty phenomenal. And I'm just excited for the, the Zach Efron to, 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 I know. to do that thing. But okay, so what's it called again? Waco. Waco. Okay. Phenomenal. On it. I started the new True Detective. Oh, yeah. I try. I watched one episode and whew, it didn't, didn't hold me. It what, didn't, do you, what do you think? I like it. I'm in. Yeah. I'm only, I'm right. only three episodes through. That might be halfway through. I don't know, but I really like it so far. But anything's better than the last one, and nothing's ever going to be that's as true. good as the first one. So that's true. That's where we live. You know what I was thinking about? It's kind of weird. What's that? Isn't it weird that the moon is the same exact size as the sun? Is it? Yeah. When you see a solar eclipse, which we had one recently, when we had totality. Oh. Remember totality? Yes, I do. I was in Denver. I saw it perfectly, and it is exactly the same size as the sun. And obviously it's not the same size in mass or whatever because of distance and relativity and Exactly, that's what I was going to say. But isn't it weird that we're in the exact place and the moon is in the exact place and the sun is in the exact mm-hmm. place that it's all the same size. It is pretty mind-blowing. Isn't that cr- like this oh it's almost like that's almost too perfect. Like I almost think this is all just one big simulation in a computer. I know, right? Because that's just a little too weird to me. And is this the? Well, I, I swear about this because this happened a long time ago. I was driving around today, and it was a day moon. Which I, day moons are weird. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. You should be. You're a nighttime thing. <laughs> Why are you still up? Well, you know? it's always there. We just can't always see it. I know. So I saw a day moon. Day uh-huh. moon, fighter of the night moon. Ooh. Anyways, um, I saw it, and I was like. It's so weird. It's the same size. And I swear to God, I don't do drugs. I swear my life. All right? Sure. I don't. Terrified of drugs. Me too. So that was one of the things I was thinking about. What else you got? I was wanting to talk some Grammy talk. Well. Lots of Grammys. I did not. And I'm sorry. What? But I know that your sister, Miles. Performed not once, but. Twice. She performed twice. One with a legend, an icon. Dolly Parton. Miss Dolly Parton. And then another time with Sean Mendez. Yes. I like to say his name like that. Oh, okay. Not Mendez like, like it is? No, Mendez. <laughs> you like being different. <laughs> <laughs> well, dare I say, this was my favorite Grammys that I've seen in a really long time time i feel why let me, were, let, me, let me bring it up for you why weren't you there uh, brosif because i was in nashville djing a charity event the night before i just couldn't pull it off but i was sad that i missed this one because it was so good like every performance almost was amazing everyone looked phenomenal like it was just a really fabulous grammys like the best one i've seen in a while really yes i can't believe you didn't see it well, i mean they started first of all alicia keys awesome grammy host and I didn't, I didn't know what to expect from her. Like, I love her, but I was like, can she carry the entire Grammys? I don't know. She killed it. Really? She was amazing. She did this thing, like, in the middle. It's, I mean, it's one thing to have a host, but to have a host that's also an artist, that's, like, amazing. It's so smart because in the middle of the whole thing, she, got, she gets on stage and she's sitting in between two grand pianos, one on each side. Mm-hmm. And she's freaking playing both pianos at the same time, covering different songs, just, like, one right after the other, like, like flowing one right into the other. Everybody from, like, Juice World, which I thought was so cool that she covered that. It was so cool. And then she ended on her song, her New York song or whatever. She's so talented. It was phenomenal. You know, they opened the show basically with, I don't know if you saw, the like, everyone talking about, like, the girl gang, like, the ultimate girl gang. And Michelle Obama came out with all these women and, like, looked fabulous. Like, 
Michelle Obama needs to run for president because she would win. I've been saying this for a while now. The reaction she gets out of people is out of control. People love her. She's even more powerful, I feel like, than Oprah. Yeah, I would agree with you. Right? Yeah. She's like I a really she's like a younger, hotter Oprah. Yeah. Is that rude to say? I, mean, I don't know. No, she's just fabulous. Like, and I just I, people just love her. I don't know. I think she should run for president. I'd vote for her. I think and she'd so win anyway, in the landslide. I, don't think, I just don't think she wants to do that. Also, does she have political experience? Actually, what does it matter? You don't need it anymore. Yeah. Anyway, that was fab. I, I thought a lot of the people that won were very well deserved. I loved that Dua Lipa won Best New Artist. You know, her song was the biggest song of 2018. So I thought that was so well deserved. New Rules? New Rules was the number one song of 2018. I like Electricity and, right now. I think that's a pretty good a good track. Yeah. Yeah, I play that one a lot when I DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Casey Musgraves not only won Country Album of the Year, but but Best Album of the whole, like the whole cat, the whole shebang, like Record of the Year, Album of the Year. I know. Everybody was very shocked by that. Yeah. And I think it, it was a little bit of an upset, probably. I mean, I loved that record. I've always liked Casey, but this last album made me love Casey's music. And I just thought it was such a phenomenal record. And she's just so well-deserving. I just loved it. Yeah. I mean, I've told the story a million times, but she lived in Nashville when I was working at Lightning 100. And I did a Well Smells a Hit because no one would play no country radio station in Nashville would play a record. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. went and I said, hey, listen, we're not a country radio station, but this girl's local. She's a badass. And I think that someone should support her. And I played her. And then afterwards, other radio stations started playing around Nashville. I mean, I don't want to say that I started it, but I don't not want to yeah. say it, you know? So crazy. Anyways, it really is crazy. You know what's even crazier is that my ex-girlfriend dates the guitar player. No, is engaged the guitar player of that band. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah, so I'm happy, but I was really happy for Spacey. Casey, she's awesome, dude. And- she's so good. She's such a good human being, too, which makes me happy for her. And I thought it was cool. So she and I used to ride horses together. I actually helped her find her horse, Mismo. I don't think her and Miley had ever met, but her, but she was part of that Dolly tribute thing. Oh, yeah. And so I thought it was cool that Miley and Casey got to sing together. It was fun to see, like, my friend up there with my sister. Miley and Sean. Did you go and watch the performance online or anything? Yes, Miley I did. I mean, it, it looks crazy awesome. Dude, she, they sound so good together. Why they did, okay, not, not to be rude, because your sister is a megastar, but why the hell did she get to go twice? Because, <laughs> you know, like, no one else got to go twice except for Miley. I know. <laughs> That's Miley for you. I know. <laughs> Uh, it's funny but I loved getting to hear her sing in my blood I loved it and I thought her and Sean were so cute if I was Liam I'd be like wait a minute they look a little too cute okay so I didn't want to say that but I saw it like you know obviously like that was the big hot picture yesterday was I know it it almost looks like Miley's kind of like like rubbing up against you know like kind of like flirting up against (laughs) him and then also by the way what's his name Uh, Liam wasn't there I know he's he's, he's had a movie coming out this week so he's promoting his new movie but I just thought it was funny because you know Sean's young he's like 20 he's like a child I just thought it was so funny because in the photos it looks like he's like so shy that this like smoking hot chicks like all up on like married chick yeah, is like yeah, all yeah. up on him right it's funny because that's just miley's personality yeah. she's just so goofy and bubbly and whatever it's just like totally her thing she's never but like I that with laughing. me excuse me unless you're sean mendez then you make her ner- you make her nervous wells no i don't <laughs> yeah she told me that no i don't <laughs> told me that but i thought it was so cute but i definitely was like if i was liam i'd be like excuse me can we leave a couple of inches of room in yeah, yeah, here, yeah. please yeah like, can, we have, like, can we have some I space was, for the bible here in between yeah exactly <laughs> leave it for jesus please. Yeah. but i was texting her last night right after that performance and i was like is it just me or does sean mendez remind you a lot of nick jonas <laughs> oh wow and she wrote back and was like oh my gosh he's so jonasy you're so right yeah um it's i don't know if it's the hair but like, and you know, Nick's, Nick's, a, he was a cute little rock and roll guitar playing cutie back in the day. So anyway, I just thought it was funny because he reminded me a lot of Nick and I just, but I just loved their performance so much. I did not watch it like out of spite or anything. It was because we had a dinner date last night and you know who it was with? Who's that? Caitlin Bristow and oh, Jason Tarek. I think that's how you say his last name. So Tardic. how is it? Tardic? So anyways, uh, how'd that go? I saw that on Instagram. Did you guys have fun? You did? Yeah, somebody posted it. Really? Maybe Caitlin? Maybe Caitlin, yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was fun. Like, like obviously Jason and I have hung out a bunch. Like we, we all hung out at, at iHeart Festival and then I've now known Caitlin for a couple years, right? 
Caitlin has been wanting to be friends with Sarah. And likewise, like Sarah has been wanting to be friends with Caitlin. So we finally like all got together. And what I realized, it was it's a terrible, terrible idea to put Caitlin and Sarah in the same room together because uh, <laughs> like they both like need three glasses of wine to be the loudest people at the bar. Um, <laughs> hence why I have two hickeys on my neck right now. Oh my God. I attribute this to Caitlin Bristow, that dirty, dirty freaking Canadian has corrupted my sweet little girlfriend. Oh yeah, you're sweet. Sarah's so a sweet She is right. a sweet, innocent, uh, and you know, and then this, this. I will say, Caitlin Bristow can get people to drink. I like, know. Effortlessly. She always gets me drunk and i never i'm never i never drink but there's something about hanging out with caitlin that makes you i know want to let loose i don't know so i guess they're best friends now which is great um jason and i were like well next time we all hang out like you and i need to go like hit the bar like three hours beforehand and get like a head start so at least we can be on the same (laughs) level we're we're gonna watch that tonight so i'll do my recap next episode of the grammys yeah 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 the other performance i really liked was saint vincent performed Mm -hmm. with dua lipa it was very i just love saint vincent yeah she's just the freaking coolest and you know who else's performance was dope as frick was uh janelle monet is that you say her name yeah she's beautiful yeah dude she's so cool she's just so cool oh and do you listen to her at all yes she's she goes by her yeah but it's like h dot e dot r dot yeah it's like h-e-r but they kept calling her her last night yeah but she's so sick she played this like lucite like translucent Fender guitar. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Okay. You got to watch. All right. The show was phenomenal. All right. Favorite thing, Grammys. Shocker from Osiris. (laughs) Usually I'm so unimpressed with award shows. Like usually I hate them. Yeah. And I just really, really loved the Grammys last night. I really did. Speaking of large ceremonies, if you will, Mm -hmm. went to uh, Super Bowl 53. Oh, yeah. The most boring Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowl. Oh, my God. It was so boring. But the night before was really fun. We went to like this direct TV party and the Foo Fighters played. Oh, that's cool. By the way, did you know the drummer Taylor Hawkins is like one of the best singers ever? No. Have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? No, but I have it. Dude, what are you waiting for? Anyways, so there's this scene (laughs) that like, Freddie Mercury used to always do where he'd like get out in front of the stage and be like, bad at it. And then he'd like make this, the crowd do it back. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh my God. I haven't seen it. God, I hate you so much right now. But uh, I'm going to watch it on the plane. I have all the DVDs from SAG. So I'm going to, I have a lot of stuff to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Taylor Hawkins like jumps off the kit and then Dave Grohl jumps on the kit because obviously Dave Grohl is the drummer of Nirvana. So he's obviously mm-hmm. probably. The two greatest drummers in the world right now are in the same band. But, um, so crazy. So Taylor Hawkins starts running around and starts singing freaking Queen and is really good. Whoa. Like, I was like, wait, what? When, when did Taylor, why isn't Taylor Hawkins singing all the songs? All right. Like, you know, and Dave, you go back on the kick. Yeah. So it was phenomenal. So we <laughs> yeah. were there. Vanessa Hudgens was there as well. And mm-hmm. Vanessa and Sarah are really good friends. So we were all like sitting there dancing and having a grand old time. And then all of a sudden, Paul Rudd walks in, right? What? And like, he's one of my favorite people in the world. So I see him walk in and I'm what? like, I'm like, Sarah, Paul Rudd's there. And she's like, do you want to go meet him? Because Sarah played his daughter in Object of My Affection with Jen Aniston, whose birthday it is today, by the way. So yeah. she's like, do you want to go meet him? And I was like, no, 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 no. Let me get a couple more drinks. I need to like, I need to like uh, get some liquid courage. And she was like, you're meeting him, not fucking him, dude. Like relax. And I was like, that's still, it's Paul Rudd. I got to like get ready. <laughs> so at the same time, Vanessa was like, oh my God, there's Paul Rudd. I freaking love Paul Rudd. I want And she was like, do you want to go meet him? And she was like, yes. So we were both like, we want to go meet Paul Rudd and you're our only in to go meet Paul Rudd. So <laughs> we walk over there and you're like Sarah and Vanessa, like you've m- met Vanessa before. Like, uh, yeah. they're like, tiny. Con- they're tiny. Like they're both very little people, like yep. around like five, two skinny, long brown hair. So uh-huh. we're, we walk up to Paul Rudd and like, you know, that moment when you, you realize you're, you're in a situation where you have no business being there and it's just kind of awkward. Uh-huh. So you're kind of like looking around. So it looks like you're doing something, but you're not really doing anything. Yeah. 
So I was just kind of sitting there and, and Sarah is talking to Paul and, and then like introducing Vanessa to Paul. And I'm just like the odd man out, obviously. Like he knows exactly who Vanessa Hudgens is. Obviously he remembers Sarah from the movie, but he has no idea who I am. And I'm just kind of this creepy guy just kind of sitting there. So I'm like looking around and I start, so I start rubbing Sarah's back to be like, you know, it's almost time for you to like introduce me to Paul Rudd here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no kidding. All of a sudden I feel my hand be taken off her back. And, what? and I'm like, oh no. And I looked down and I had been rubbing Vanessa's back the entire time. <laughs> and she was like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I thought you were sorry. I thought you were sorry. You the same fucking sign. Oh my God. And she was like, she was really cool about it. She was like, dude, it's totally fine. And actually, like, I've had boyfriends that have mistaken Sarah for me. So, like, we've, I've been there. Like, don't sweat it. And I was That's just like, so funny. Appalled. And of course, like the one moment that I get to meet Paul Rudd, he like sees me like rubbing a, my, not Vanessa. my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. But anyways, uh, I know you guys are all thinking like, is Paul Rudd as cool as you think he would be? And the answer is no. What? Cooler than you think he'd be. Nicest oh, mofo in the history of yeah. mofos. He seems so dope. Dude, he was so nice. And he was wearing a suit. And I wanted to wear a suit that night. And Sarah was like, dude, don't wear a suit. No one's been wearing a suit. Wear like a leather jacket. Look cool. And I was like, yeah, but there's a red carpet. And I want to look good. And you're in like a gown. You know, I want to, you know. And she was like, don't. No one's going to wear a suit. And then he's wearing a suit. And like, it's mm -hmm. like good, like Euro cut, skinny cut, like exactly how I'd like, you know. And I was like, look how mm -hmm. good Paul Rudd looks. Like, why? You said I couldn't wear a suit. Look, Paul Rudd's wearing a suit. And she was like, you're not fucking Paul Rudd, bro. Like, so let's pump the brakes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Wells. No, 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 no. Not poor Wells. Awesome Wells. Aside from like the really embarrassing moment of rubbing the wrong girl's back, I got to meet Paul Rudd. Uh -huh. That was very fun. Yeah, that's very cool. It's really funny, man. Can we for a second talk about how weird Will Smith looks as Aladdin? Like, I don't know if do we need to get into that. Oh, yeah. Or? Yeah. Everyone's freaking out over that trailer. He just looks it looks like a bad Remember the movie Avatar. I love that movie. I love that movie too. He looks like a bad avatar. Like like the body didn't form correctly, you know? That's, but he's Will Smith and he can do no wrong. Well, we'll see. I mean, here's the thing. If there's one person in the history of humanity that Will Smith can't follow up, it might mm -hmm. be Robin Williams. That's, that's true. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Follow me to a place where incredible feats are routine every hour or so. Where enchantment runs rampant, just wild for the streets, open sesame. Here we go. I was in. You the... need to get Jason in here. He, you know, he loves singing Disney songs. Yeah, dude. I remember when. Specifically uh, Aladdin. Really? Mm -hmm. Arabian. No, I was in the Aladdin play in middle school. And my girlfriend, oh, yeah? Maggie Finnegan, who is a phenomenal opera singer. I'm like my fourth grade girlfriend, third grade girlfriend. She's a phenomenal opera singer now. She was Jasmine. And the, I didn't get to be Aladdin. I was like a poo or so. You know, I wasn't like I wasn't Aladdin, and I was so jealous, <laughs> so jealous of the guy who got to play Aladdin. Oh my god! So I know all the songs because I was like, well, if he gets hurt, I need to be able to step in. You gotta step in. And Even, you gotta step up. Yep, you gotta step up, step in, and you know. But that didn't happen. And I also wasn't his understudy. I don't know why I did that, like a nerd, but. <laughs> It was just like in my mind, I was like, "Well, if this happens, I'll be ready, dude." Do you know what I, what really turns me off? What's that? The Prius shifter. That's very random. Were you driving a Prius recently? I was like in uh, Uber, and it's so tiny. It's like this oh. tiny little plastic thing. Looks like it's gonna break off. I don't like it. It's unappealing. I used to drive to me. a Prius. That's what I had before my BMW. Did you like that little that little wiener? No, I hated the Prius, but I, it was kind of a hand-me-down, and I was just, I, you know, I just I had to stick with it. Do you know what I realized the other day? What? The reason why it's called a hula hoop is because <laughs> it makes you look like you're dancing a hula dance. Yeah. Did you know that? I did know that. I did. <laughs> I was How did you not know that? I don't know. I was like, I was like, why is it called? I don't know. Where was I? I was at the studio where we do film Hoffer and the guy had a ukulele. We were singing the hooky Lao song. Everybody loves the hooky Lao. Anyway. Yeah. I was in, <laughs> I was in ukulele class in middle school, whatever. Don't judge me. You're learning a lot about me in middle school, by the way. We are. I was like, what's it called? What's that? What's that? 
what's a party called? What's a, that's a hula. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's called a luau. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what's a hula? And they, they were like, the hula is the dance. And I was yeah. like, is that how they got the hula hoop? And everyone's like, <laughs> yes. And like, I'm the idiot. How did you not know that? Because I'm an idiot, I guess. I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. You're crazy. When we were driving back from the Foo Fighters party, mm-hmm. Sarah and I were, were obviously, we had been drinking at this party. We were having a good time. I swear that I won't, don't want to come across like we're alcoholics. I just tell the stories of when we are drunk. <laughs> you know, I, actually, there's a lot of not us drinking and watching TV and just having like healthy drinks. But we were driving back. Are you going to drunk Snapchat The Bachelor? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's too easy. Yeah. I'm loving this season, by the way. So we're driving back and I was like, dude, when we get home, I want fucking cheeseburger, pizza, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, give me your phone. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she takes my phone. She calls the hotel that we're staying at, tells the, she's like, put me into room service. She orders quesadillas, French fries <laughs> while we're in the car. So when we get to the hotel. Food's there. Food's there. Preemptive quesadillas. So smart. How do I have never thought of that? And also, do you know how- I do that all the time with Postmates. You do? Oh, yeah. Like the minute I land at, in Denver at the airport, it's like a 40-minute drive to my house. So yeah. I'll get in the Uber and 10 minutes into the drive, I'll order Postmates to my house. So it's there when I get to my house. Genius. So smart. I was telling, this is such a name, another name-droppy thing, but Sarah's dad on the show, his real name's Ty Burrell, but you know him as Phil. He was at the Super Bowl and I was telling him, I was like- dude, preemptive quesadillas. And he was like, what? This is a thing? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, man, that's genius. Also, if you're like homeless, you could just (laughs) order food and then just go to the room. Because there was like no checks and balances of like, this was our real room, you know? (laughs) Oh, that's so true. Right? (laughs) They were just like, oh, Fair Highland. All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, okay. um, That is funny. Preemptive tacos, man. Preemptive quesadillas. You know what I was thinking today? What? Do you go to Starbucks? I know you're not a big coffee guy. I I have coffee every single day. I'm just not a go to the coffee shop guy. I see. So when I'm traveling, if I'm not at home, then I I get coffee out usually. It's like the first, my first stop or whatever. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite things is the Starbucks app where you can order and it's ready when you get there. So you don't have to stand in line. Because yeah. I'm a millennial and I don't want to wait. So I don't want to wait for our today, I, to be open. Sorry. <laughs> I was, thank you. Thank you for that. Today I was uh, going in to pick up my Starbucks order. So when you ordered on the app, they have it ready for you there at the end of the of the thing where everyone's drinks come out and it just has a sticker with your name on it. And you just you don't even ask for it. You just take it and go. What's to stop anybody from just walking in and taking whatever they want from the to-go pile and no no one would ever question you. Totally. You could just be like, yeah, my name's Brandy and this is mine. See ya. Yeah, that's mine now. I let's so, let's just do that one day. Yeah, let's try it. <laughs> but like take a drink and see what happens. <laughs> uh sir, I don't believe your name is Cynthia. No, it is. All right. And he misspelled it. Which you gotta is... be smart. You gotta at least go for like a like a Ryan or a Chris. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to find like a real white guy name. Yeah. Daniel. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you want to go through some headlines? Sure. What do you got? I saw that Andy Cohen was slammed for, for posting a picture of us. He's got this brand new baby, right, that, that they birthed through surrogate, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he posted a picture of him on an airplane, of him on an airplane holding the baby. And like he got lit up. For, I guess you're not supposed to fly with babies what like a week in or something. I don't know. I mean, that's what people were saying was like, he's too, hashtag too young to fly, which is, I just hate the internet. But like, I hate the internet. I don't know if that's a rule. Like, I think the rule is like, you shouldn't take a brand new baby on an airplane that early because you're worried about germs, germs. and stuff, which that, uh-huh. that makes sense. But he's on a private jet. Yeah. So shut it. Huh. Oh, so God. shut it. <laughs> You see that like uh, Halsey kind of called out uh, G Easy on SNL the other night. No, that's phenomenal. So Halsey's was hosting and singing, and she was doing. Oh, I gotta watch that. She was doing that song. That's I, I guess kind of is it about G Easy like without you? Yeah, 
The breakup? Yeah, it has to be about him. So Halsey's real name is Ashley. Yeah. Ashley, like, Franapaji or something like that. So she's, like, singing, and it's this, like, black background spotlight on her, and then it kind of lights up, and it's, like, like, in huge writing behind her, Ashley, sorry I cheated when I was in mm. Minneapolis. And then it's like, and then it's like over here is like when I was in New Orleans. And then over here, it's like when I was at home. And it's like, it's like all over like, okay. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, uh, she was on SNL. She did, she did, she did great for not being a, an actor, you know, or a comedian. But I kind of wish that they would have just had her be the singer. And then got someone else. I saw Brad Pitt showed up to uh, Jennifer Aniston's 50th birthday party. Which, by the way, Gwyneth Paltrow was at. Jennifer's 50? Yeah, and she looks great, dude. Also. I know what you're going to say. J-Lo? Oh, what? Are you freaking kidding me? The fact that J-Lo is 50 is insane. I mean, you got it. Once you watch the Grammys, you're, I mean, I'm sure you've seen her perform before. But, like, damn. The way she can move. She's so flexible. I just can't imagine. 50. Like, I, she is just stunning. Do you remember that SNL bit? I'm 50. No. <laughs> you don't remember that? I know. Anyway, so Brad Pitt showed up Jennifer Aniston's 50th lot. birthday party. I don't know if that really—I just thought it was weird because, like, that must have been awkward. And then Gwyneth Paltrow was there, and they used to date as well. But I, then I yeah. was thinking about it being like, well, Brad Pitt probably has, like, nailed every actress in Hollywood. So That's probably true. Everyone was like, oh, there's my ex. And then it was just, you oh. know, like, that's Brad Pitt. Oh, that says what it is. Get it, Brad but there's a little bit part of me that I that wonders if Brad wants back in. Probably. Is he with anybody right now? I don't think so, man. And then speaking of SNL, Pete Davidson showing up all over town with Kate Beckinsale. Another Dude, just smoke show coog. She is. Man, she loves those young guys. Get it, girl. I don't. You know what? It's such a double standard. Every old creep it's ball true. in Hollywood dates 25 year olds you're right and I'm sorry she is still one of the hottest chicks on planet earth oh for no she's stunning no I personally know two people yeah that she's taken down in their 20s that she's hooked up with <laughs> I don't know how to do it how do I do it to a cougar I don't either, but but yeah, she's a babe. She's like everybody's like Ben Higgins always says that like she's his like number one. Like he loves her. Dude, I'm right there, man. Everybody, every guy loves her. She is stunning. I got, I asked, let's see if you can hear this. I asked uh, a bunch of folks on the Snapchats to say some of their favorite things. We could rip through some of that. Ooh, love. Love when we do that. Hi, Wills and Brandy. Um, my favorite thing lately has been Jillian Flynn's books, and I know that they've been out for a long time, but I read Dark Places, then Sharp Objects, and then Gone Girl, my very favorite. It is like Jillian Flynn's other awesome books, but times 10. So if you haven't read Gone Girl or any Dude. of Jillian Flynn's other books, you should Lady. definitely do it. And that's We've talked Gone Girl on this show, by the way. I've read all those books. They're all phenomenal. Yeah, so Jillian, that's a that's a good that's a good suggestion. I mean, she's a little late to the party. A little yeah. late. Yeah. Great suggestions. All right, thanks, Linzo09. Uh, here's one. By far, my favorite thing is the Bachelor Nation altogether. Love it. Was she under the influence in that? Or Maybe. What? By the <laughs> way, did you see that? Is it Cassie was on some other like dating show or something? No. Yeah, look what it show? up. Cassie from The Bachelor on another reality show that follows her love life. Young Once season two. It, this says that it's airing right now, too, at the same time as The Bachelor. Oh, okay. That's weird. Because my theory is that she's going to be the winner, but maybe not. You want to do some more of these um, Snapchats? Yeah. My favorite thing is on Netflix right now, and it's a show called Instant Hotel. It's a competition show that follows couples to their homes around Australia, and the homes around Australia, and the people are over the top. The drama is ridiculous. You get to see a bunch of really cool places around Australia, and it's overall just an extremely entertaining show. Say Australia again. Uh, Sydney Eleanor. All right, I'm down with that. Yeah, cool. Um, I got some songs. Oh, it's here. Yeah. Do you got any songs or is it just me? Uh, you know what? I haven't I haven't listened to Music Friday yet this week. 
Um, we don't have to play it because we play all of his music because I'm obsessed with him. But Dermot Kennedy put out a new song called Lost. I've had a lot of people tw- that tweet at me about it. I'm already on it. I love it. It's great. It's mind-blowing. He's the best. Yada, yada. All right, all right, all right. What, are you, what do you got? I got some good stuff, man. I'm really into this Andrew Bird track, uh, Sisyphus. Do you, do you remember Andrew Bird? No. He's one of those guys that was... I interviewed him a bunch back in the day. He's a guy that he'll like play the guitar, sing, loop, play like the the violin while singing, go and play the drums. He's like basically a genius guy, you know? And I'm really liking this song, Sisyphus. Sisyphus peered into the mist, a stone stole from the precipice pause. Did he jump or did he fall as he gazed into the morning mist? Did he raise both fists and say to hell with this and jam? Then the rock roll. Let it go, let it crash down low. There's a house down there, but I lost it long ago. If you haven't heard of Andrew Bird, I actually think you'd like him a lot. He's got some old stuff that just will blow your mind. But yeah, Sisyphus is the new one. KG yeah. Elephant has a new record out that I'm really? super pumped about. This is a song called uh, Ready to Let Go. Don't you worry, baby. No sis trying to change it. I'm gonna strike these matches. Never had control. I'm ready to let go. Um, What's that song called? Ready to let go. You're into it, I can tell. Uh, one of my favorite bands. I, I know, they're so great. One of my favorite bands, out of, straight out of Philly. A band that I like to say is the newest age Beatles little band called Dr. Dog. Everyone is freaking talented in this band. This is a new song called Can She Dance? This has got kind of like a... Almost like an 80s vibe to it. Toby singing, I believe. Um, Dr. Dog's what, new one. Radio, radio Wells is really coming out hard right now. Yeah, man. I, I, I was uh, I, I was listening to some music on my run earlier today, and I was just, like, getting right. into it. And then and then this one song, let me see if I can find it, just blew my freaking mind hole. I hadn't heard of this band before. This is The Brook and the Bluff. Have you ever heard of this band? I mean, it's got a very, like, R&B soul thing. I feel like that's kind of in your vein of... of, Right up my alley, yeah. yeah. That's called The Brook and the Bluff. The song's called Halfway Up. That was just, like, on my release radar today, and I was like, wait, what is this? This is amazing. So... That's all I got, man. But yeah, sorry. Radio Wells turned on for a second there. I'm here for it. I like Radio Wells. Yeah, man. Okay. Dope. You, you want me to play notes. that Dur- Dermot Kennedy one? I mean, yeah. What is the um, the name of the track? It's called Lost. But if only you could see yourself in my eyes. You'd see you shine, you shine. I know you'd never leave me behind. But I am lost this time. I like this. He's so good, man. A little more upbeat than his normal stuff, I feel like. He's Yeah, he's been doing uh, a little bit more upbeat stuff, and he's been, it's not been quite as depressing as it has in the past, so... That- 
Yeah, I wonder what's going on with him. But there's one line in that song I really, really love. It says, I've learned in love and death we don't decide. Okay, so when are you off to Africa, dude? Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., baby. Dude, and then when you come back? I will be back on the ground in Denver, Colorado on the 22nd. Are you nervous? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. What does your family think about this? They think it's great. Yeah. They are very supportive. They just don't want me to move to Africa. That starts to freak them out a little bit. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe. That's a very aggressive, dramatic assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let, let's let Brandi get a little bit of action, you know? Yeah, come on. Come on now. Yeah. It, well, how, do you, how do you think he feels right now? Is he excited? Is he nervous? He's really excited. I I don't know if he's nervous. I would guess that he probably is. Mm-hmm. But he's really excited. He's been really cute. He's been like counting down the days. Do you have like an itinerary of stuff you're going to do? Like, do you know what's going on? Not really, which is kind of fun. We're going to kind of play it by ear. So we're doing like a road trip um, because he lives on the eastern, in the eastern Cape side, but his family lives in western, like in Stellenbosch, which is Western Cape. Mm-hmm. So it's like Napa and fly- Cape Town, by the way. Exactly. So I'm going to fly in to eastern the, the eastern side where he works, and we're going to road trip the garden route, which is along the ocean. It's like their PCH. Mm-hmm. We're going to road trip the garden route back to Stellenbosch area uh, the first for the first two days. So that's the only plan. And then we're then we're just chilling, taking it, you know, one day at a time. But is he taking off work this entire time? Yeah, he has. He has off work. You know what I want to say, Brandy? Yeah. I'm really proud of you. I feel like this is way outside your comfort zone. It is. It and is. I want to say that I'm really, really proud of you for at least having the courage to go do it. No matter what happens, I think that this is awesome that you are going, unless he murders you. Uh, yeah, other, that, that could happen. <laughs> unless. It could happen. Ooh, okay, aside from uh, that, I do think that this, <laughs> this is, I don't know, it's a cool life story, no matter what happens. Totally. So good for you, dude. Thanks, Wells. Go get yourself a man, yo. I'm trying. I'm working on it. Out here trying. Yeah. What's his What's his name? Uh, Craig. Is it? Um. What's telling you on this podcast? Uh, what is it? Is it Barry? <laughs> is it? Um. Oh God, I can't remember. Is it? Uh, Larry. What is it? I hate you so much. <laughs> Chris. I can't remember. Why are you picking such American names? Oh yeah, it's probably like. Liam. No, it's already a Liam with you guys. You already got a Liam. We already got have a another. Uh, all right. Close out the show with Weezer covering Billy Jean, dude. Uh, Brandi, I miss you. I love you. Have go fun f- without me next week. I will. Uh, go find yourself a man, dude. Working on it. All right. Later, man. Bye. It's pretty good, right? Great. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.